So would you please put your hands together for Becca. Becca's going to be speaking to us today about faith and tea. Let's welcome Becca up to the stage. Go for it, Becca. Okay, morning everybody. How are you? Everyone's all right? Good. I hope you're all having a great summer and um, enjoying the summer holidays. Uh, We're going to read from Luke 19, and uh, we're going to just read uh, a little bit. So if you want to turn with me in your Bibles, that would be brilliant. 19. Um, 1-9. And I'm going to read from the Passion Version. It's a new version of the Bible that's just come out. It's called the Passion Translation, and uh, it comes in... What I'm enjoying about it is it comes in like books. So this is the book of Luke and Acts and you just read it and then the chapters are like like a book. So I'm just going to read it. Um, it's uh, just a little slightly different. In the city of Jericho, there lived a very wealthy man named Zacchaeus, who was the supervisor over all the tax collectors. As Jesus made his way through the city, Zacchaeus was eager to see Jesus. He kept trying to get a look at him, but the crowd around Jesus was massive. Zacchaeus was a very short man and couldn't see over the heads of the people. So he ran on ahead of everyone and climbed up a blossoming fig tree so he could get a glimpse of Jesus as he passed by. When Jesus got to that place, he looked up into the tree and he said, Zacchaeus, hurry on down for I'm appointed to stay at your house today. So he scurried down the tree and came face to face with Jesus. As Jesus left to go with Zacchaeus, many of the crowd complained, look at this, all the people to have dinner with, he's going to eat at the house of the crook. Zacchaeus joyously welcomed Jesus and was amazed over Jesus's gracious visit to his home. Zacchaeus stood in front of the Lord and said, half of all that I own, I will give to the poor. And Lord, if I have cheated anyone, I promise to pay back four times as much as I stole. And Jesus said to him, this shows that today life has come to you and your household, for you are a true son of Abraham. The son of man has come to seek out and give life to all who are lost. So there is the story of Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus uh, was not liked. He was a tax collector. Tax collectors in Jesus' day were the worst of worst people because they were Jews and they were employed by the Romans to take taxes very, very usually unfairly from the Jews to take taxes. And then what was even worse was Zacchaeus was not only doing that, he was a chief tax collector, but he was stealing from them as well. These people were in a terrible, terrible place. They had had their country taken over. They were being stolen from by their very own people. And that was Zacchaeus. He was hated in that place, absolutely hated. He was greedy, he was selfish, and he was hated by the people. And so we have this amazing story that Jesus, what an amazing Jesus he is, that he comes and he says to Zacchaeus, who cannot get through to the crowds, says to Zacchaeus, I'm coming to your house. I'm coming to see you. And so uh, Zacchaeus, you know, climbs down 
and uh, takes him back to his house. I wonder what he was thinking. I wonder what the conversation was all about. But there we have, uh, you know, Zacchaeus' life was transformed, completely transformed. And he gave half of his wealth, half of his money to the poor. And then he gave like uh, all the people that he'd stolen to, he gave back to them. An amazing, amazing transformation happened in Zacchaeus' life. And I've got three things that I want to say from that. The first thing is that Jesus sees us. Jesus sees you. You may have come into this place today. You may have been spoken to by lots of people. Nobody may have spoken to you. You may know that you're known. You may think that you're completely unknown. You may, no, you may not feel seen in any shape or form, but God sees you. He sees you. He sees, you may be think even that you're hidden. He sees exactly what your thought processes have been this morning. He sees exactly where you are. You may even have given a great show to everybody else, even in your family, but God sees you. He sees you. He sees to the very depths of who you are, the very depths of your heart. He sees you you. So that's the first thing I want to say, because some people here, it is really important that you hear that, that God sees you, and he knows you, and he loves you. The second thing I want to say is, isn't it amazing what God can do over a cup of tea? Well, I know that they probably had a meal, or I don't know how much they had. I don't know what exactly they ate or didn't eat, or what happened, whether it was coffee, tea, or what was going on there. But all I know is that God didn't say to Zacchaeus, come with me to a meeting. He said, not that there's anything wrong with that, but he said, I'm coming to your house. I'm coming to your house, and we're going to just have a chat. I don't know what about what they even chatted about. I'm coming to your house. And I just want to remind us again that a conversation with Jesus, just whether that's in church, whether that's in a house, whether that's in a pub, wherever that may be, transforms lives. A conversation with Jesus completely changes who we are and it changes who we're talking to. And all of you here that are Christians that know God, you When you go out with somebody for a cup of tea, for a cup of coffee, for a meal, for whatever you do, your words can change lives. You just sitting, having a cup of tea with somebody, if you could even just discover your words change lives. Your words bring transformation. You are Christians, little, little Christs here on the earth to bring transformation to people. And that is not just in meetings. It is in your everyday life. It is in your cup of tea moments. Every time you have a cup of tea from this point onwards, or a cup of coffee, I want you to think, what are you going to, what do you want to say through me today, God? And just know, thank you, God, that you transform lives through our everyday moments over a cup of tea. And then the third thing I want to say is this. Jesus, I I don't know really what 
the conversation was with Zacchaeus. Wouldn't you love to know that? Wouldn't you love it that they had written and told us? Was it that Jesus went in and talked to Zacchaeus about, I don't know, his hobbies? I I don't know, nothing in particular. Just that Jesus was just so accepting of him that he changed. Was it that Jesus went in and said, you you shouldn't have been doing this. Did he really tell him off or did he like, did he really lay it down on the line with him? I don't know, maybe. Did Jesus go in and just say, I love you. I think you're amazing. I think you're fantastic, Zacchaeus. Did he not say anything about his sin at all? Did he just tell him how much he loved him? I don't know. Maybe all of those things, none of them would have been wrong. What did Jesus say? But one thing I do know is this, that that man, Zacchaeus, was positioned in society as a greedy, selfish crook. And he came out of that meeting with Jesus, repositioned. He came out of that meeting with Jesus in a totally different place to the one that he went in. And I think that he was, the main thing that happened was Zacchaeus was repositioned. He was repositioned in his community. He was repositioned in his uh, relationship with God. And I feel today that God is wanting to say, some of you here need to be repositioned. Maybe all of us here need to be repositioned. Uh, we have just had a wedding and uh, our eldest daughter, many you, I know loads of you will know this, but our eldest daughter, Rosie, has got married. There is a repositioning in our family. There has to be. We cannot carry on in the way that we have before. There is a different position. Rosie, Rosie and Mikey have a different position in our family now to the ones that they did have. There is a whole lot of argument about who is going to have Rosie's room. It's terrible. Um, everybody in the family, their position is all changing. Do you see what I mean? The, the, the position is changing. We have to be aware that times are changing. If I carry on in the same way that I did four months ago, we're going to be in trouble. If I carry on saying, Rosie, what do you want for dinner tonight? Do you, we, that's, not, that, that's not the way it is anymore. It is a different time and we have been repositioned. If you think about our, our position, so as I'm standing here talking to you, I could say to you, I, I mean, our, our position affects things. So I could say to you, describe to me the room. And uh, like Ray, he could say to me, well, it says on, in the room, life to the full. And I could say, don't be silly, Ray. It doesn't. I can't see it. I can't see life to the full anywhere in this room. I don't know what you're talking about, Ray. Yeah, that's not the truth. Why can't I see it? Because of my position. I need to turn around. And then I can see. It doesn't mean it's not there. Much of our lives we spend saying, well, that's not there. That's not happening. Well, why don't we change our position? Because it is there. 
God is good. God is working everything together for our good. But sometimes we are not looking in the right way. We have the wrong position. If I walk to church today and I look down on the floor, if my position was physically I'm looking down and you said, what a beautiful blue sky there is. I say, there isn't. Can't see that can't see the sky. Why can't I see the sky? It's not because it's not there. It's because my position is looking down when my position needs to be looking up. Do you know what I think? I think that when Zacchaeus was born and when I think that he was not born, what God did not see in him was a mean, greedy little man. I think God said, you were born for more than that, Zacchaeus. You were born to be generous. You were born to love. You were born to give. And I see something different in you. And do you know what? I think that's what happened that day. He was repositioned. He thought that he was here, but Jesus said, no, you're not there. You're a generous, good man who is going to influence this community. Everything that you have done that is wrong will be turned to be right. Everything that you think and you have done, I am going to turn it around and it is going to be to bless people. When God repositions us, He doesn't always take us to a what we may perceive to be a better position. What happened to Zacchaeus after that? I don't know. What happened to him? Was he, did he lose his job? Did he become very poor? Did he have much more money than he'd ever had? What happened to him? I don't know, but I do know that his position was face to face. It says there in the Passion Translation, face to face with Jesus. And it changed him. You know, there are, we, God, when he, when he dreamt of you, didn't dream that you would be fearful or didn't dream that you would be stuck. He, he's got so much for you. He dreamt so much for you. And those conversations, I, I feel that God wants to reposition so many of us, reposition us in what God, that conversation with Jesus that then transforms our lives. So uh, I suppose at the very last thing is that, um, well, I, I guess that when we go in from one position to the next position, sometimes uh, there is a shift, sometimes there is change. And I think about when you think, uh, can I count to 100 when you're a little person? You know, when you're very, very small and you think, uh, can I count to 100? I can't count to 100. I can't count that far. And you learn, you go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. And then you learn that to get to the next level, what do you need to know? You need to know that it's one more, just one more. Okay, so some, some, I, I believe that God is wanting us to change our position on some things. I think that in some areas we're stuck. And uh, have anyone been on a, like a long haul flight where you're sitting on an aeroplane for ages and ages and you just cannot bear to sit there any longer and you become stiff and your back starts to hurt you're in the same position for ages and ages what happens when we stay in the same position for ages and ages we get stuck we get stuck we start to ache that is the same position in our Christian life 
We should not be in the same position as we were three months ago. We should not be in the same position as we were three years ago. Some of us are stuck in this place where God is saying, I have so much more for you. I have so much more than you be stuck in this place. When we're not growing and moving and changing, we're just to know that there is a difference in the seasons that are coming. When we go into the summer, we don't keep wearing winter clothes. When we go into the winter, we don't keep wearing summer clothes. We need to check. We need to say, what are you doing, God? What season am I in? Where am I going? Where do you want to reposition me? Some of our marriages here are stuck. They are stale. God doesn't want you to have a stuck, stale marriage. He has so much more for you. Some of our relationships are stuck and stale in our relationships with God. And He says, I have so much more for you. You were not born to be stuck. You were born to live life to the full. You were born to be repositioned. Some of you live your lives as though uh, God isn't your Father. And He says, I want to reposition you. Some of us are living fearful lives. He wants to reposition us into a place where we can see that, that we don't have to live like that anymore. Uh, God wants to take us and uh, lead us into new places, even as a church. I know that He wants to reposition us. You know, God's, God never changes. He doesn't change, but His, His methods do. God's methods do change. If they didn't, we'd still be sacrificing animals today. His methods change. We've got to listen to what he's saying. We've got to listen to the seasons and reposition ourselves where he wants us to be. I know that there are some people that um, today, as I was preparing this, I thought that some people today I know need to hear this message. Uh, I want, let, let's uh, stand up together, shall we? Um, the band, if you want to come back, that would be brilliant. But as, as, as it is with counting, when you count to 10, how do you take the next place up? You go one more, you go one more, you go up to 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. How do you get from the le- that level to 20? You take one more step. So I'd encourage us to just listen to what God is saying right now. Let's just close our eyes, shall we? How amazing that God sees you. How amazing that he sees you. Every one of you. What does God want to say to you? What does he want to say? What's his conversation with you about right now? Are there any areas, just ask him in your heart, any areas where I'm stuck? Any areas where you want to reposition me? I think God is talking to some people about their jobs. I think he's talking to some people about their marriages. I think God is talking to some people about their relationships with with God. Any place where we have become stuck in one position. Let me pray for us. If that has really, uh, I just want to, uh, I, 
that if that miss if that is for you and you know God is repositioning you I wonder if you could put up your hand where you are okay and I wonder if you are around those people if you could just put your hand on their shoulder right now and I'll, I'll pray but anybody that's got their hand in the air and don't, if, you, if you think, oh no, I've missed it, I should have put my hand in the air. Put your hand in the air now. Okay, let's pray. Let's pray for these people. Has everybody got somebody with their hand on them? Brilliant. Okay, Father God, I want to pray right now that you would reposition each one of these people standing here I just pray Father God that you would take them to the place that you want them to be whatever that may be whatever that next step may be whatever that step to stepping into the next level may be I just pray God that you would make it really clear for them I pray Lord God where there is um, where there has been even boredom in this place I just pray come by your spirit right now and bring change bring transformation. I pray, Father God, that there would be a revelation of who we are called to be, who we are called to be. Come and talk to us, God, we pray. Just pray blessing on your life. I pray blessing on you as you think, blessing on you as you walk with God. Amen.